0: Hey, if I were to ask you, are you easily persuaded? How would you answer that? (laughs) And if you find that, you know, you're not closing enough deals, seems like everything seems to be backfiring on you, or if you just kind of seem to be swimming around in mud in life, it's because you're not doing a very good job persuading anyone. And the reason why you're not doing a good job persuading anyone is because you yourself are not persuadable. If you want to be more persuasive and stick around, I might help you with that, but it's you first. Welcome to The Sales Life. I'm your host, Marsh Bice. And there are three things that all of us deal with in life, adversity, uncertainty, and complacency. And you need some skills to be able to handle the adversity, embrace the uncertainty, and never settle again. Fortunately, I've learned these skills in my 25 years of selling. And those skills are the skills of communication, curiosity, creativity, continuous learning and action, and productive confrontation. So I have a life goal of being able to help those sell their way through life. Because if you think for one minute that you're not in sales, you better think again. Because selling by definition is getting someone to accept your product, service, or idea. So that, my friend, makes you a salesperson because you're the product. At the very minimum, you're the product, you're the service, and we're all selling an idea. We're all selling our way through life. From the time that you were a baby, to the boardroom, to the bedroom, we're all selling, 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 selling. That's why I say it's the number one life skill. And so if you're in sales, or as as a profession, or if you're not in sales, you still need these skills. So I'm going to help you with that. So I'm so happy that you are here. The Sales Life is top 3% podcast in the world. We're world known, baby. And it's all thanks to those who continuously come back episode after episode. So I want to talk about this comes, uh, the idea comes from Trey Gowdy's book, Um, It Doesn't Hurt to Ask and i was i was reading this really good book and it really just kind of planted the seed that i want to run with um today and it's all about being persuasive and how do you become more persuasive well you yourself have to be more persuadable and if i were to ask you if you're persuadable are you easily persuadable most people would recoil at that they say hell no because When you think of easily being easily persuaded, that means that you think that someone's gonna pull one over on you, right? It means that you think that you're gonna, you know, someone's gonna take advantage of you. But that's not what being easily persuadable is. Persuadable is not about getting hosed on something. It's not about getting getting your lights put out. Being persuadable, being easily persuaded is simply that you're flexible in thought. You're porous in thought. Think of like a sponge. And so you have a general idea, but yet you welcome other people's insights and perspectives, and you're actually in tune with the emotions of everyone in this situation. Again, you have a general idea, but how you arrive At a win-win situation for everyone, you're flexible and flowing and allowing it to take the direction that it needs to go. I tell people all the time, dude, I'm a laydown. And those of you in sales, you're probably laughing because you know what the term laydown is. But those who are not in sales, let me help you out. A laydown means that when I go somewhere, it don't take much to sell me. If the, if the price is about what I was expecting and it's what I want, I buy it. I'm not, I'm not there to beat the other salesperson up. I'm not at all. I understand they have a job to do. I understand they deserve to make a commission. I'm completely cool with that. And if it's in the general vicinity of what I want to pay for it, I buy it. I'm a lay down, but I mean, I mean, and and also, I you know, I may come in there with some sort of preconceived notions and thoughts, and that salesperson actually upsells me or downgrades me or tells me that's not even, and I walk out with something different because, you know, I, I allow them to steer me. I'm easily persuaded. Doesn't mean I just abandon my rights. Doesn't mean I just free, free, free flow through I can't even say it free flow through life that doesn't mean that at all it means I'm just flexible in how I get there that's what that's what has helped me though because I'm easily persuaded then I could be more persuasive with others because see being persuasive means that I must go first and be easily persuadable. And that's what highly effective salespeople do. Highly effective salespeople have the ability to bring in other perspectives. And instead of countering, you know, and one upping, they don't think of it like that. They think of it more so of add-ons, food for thought, perspectives. Think of it like a therapist. When you sit down with the therapist, a therapist does not sit down and just, I got you. You don't say something or blurt out something out of frustration or just out of top of mind. And the therapist says, oh, no, 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 Marsh, you're wrong. They don't do that because they understand that if they did that, I would would shut down and I would defend my position instead of being open to other perspectives. So they soften the atmosphere. They soften my mind, sometimes with some general questions, some other questions around it. And then what they do is they begin to take shape. It's like clay on a potter's wheel. And they begin to form that thing. Sometimes they got to zoom me out. And sometimes they got to bring me and hone me in. But they never sit there to prove me right or wrong with their words they actually help me arrive at my own conclusions using my words using my thoughts but actually offering some additional perspectives as well that's the same as it is for you and so what you've got to be able to do is is you've got to be able to walk your customers through their fears their biases, their concerns. And I say customers, family members, uh, people that you work with. I'm just using customers as a metaphor. But to be successful, you've got to be persuaded. (laughs) You've got to be persuasive, but you've also got to be persuadable. And if you're not, you ain't going to get nowhere. You're not. You're gonna be you're gonna cap off your own success. And if you're not succeeding, that is exactly why, is because you're so dead set on winning and the other party loses. When those great salespeople are really good at a win-win situation, it's productive and good for everyone. And I think back in times where life just hadn't been. Going well for me, or my sales begin to tank. You know why? It's because I wasn't persuasive. You know why? Because I wasn't flexible in thought. I wasn't easily persuadable. Because I needed a new outcome. Because I was desperate. Because I was angry and fearful. I took those negative emotions. And I didn't allow things to be poured in to take shape. I didn't allow it. And I was so dead set on sprinting to get to this one point that I didn't factor in other emotions. I didn't factor in other situations. I didn't factor in other circumstances. Didn't care. Didn't care. And that's why things backfired. That's why even if something did come together for me, it blew right up. You ever had those, especially those in sales? You ever had? You ever tried to turn your situation around and you finally get a customer to say yes, only they blow out 10 minutes later, you're like, what the hell is going on? It's because you're demanding and they, they don't like that. And there's something about it they just checked out and they're like, I'm out. No, we're going to wait. And then you get all butthurt. But think about when you're highly confident. Think about when things are just really rolling for you. You're magnificent. You could teach a class on being persuasive because you're persuadable. Customer objects, you flow. You give them food for thoughts. You don't recall. You don't break out in hives. You don't turn out in the little splotchy reds and they don't see that, man. You're not just trying to jam it through so you can get a commission when you're rolling when you're doing well. It's like it's almost like it's their loss, not yours. But here's you know, I've worked with a lot of clients. I've been very successful recently, and here's some things I want you to consider. See how smooth that is. It's not smooth to get over on the customer. I just I just want to offer you a different way of looking at it. A different perspective. That's it. Because you came here for a solution. You came here for a better outcome. And I want to help you get there. That's a journey. That's a journey. It's not a sentence. I'm a, you got to do this or else. It ain't going to work. You can, in sales, you can... And we're all selling. You can make a point and try to win an argument or you can make a sale. Rarely can you do both. I'm going to repeat that in sales. You can make a point or you can make a sale, but rarely can you do both. And I did it. I repeated it twice. So that way I can sound bite it. <laughs> <laughs> but real, no, seriously, but you can make a point, dude, or you can make a sale. Rarely can you do both because when you're trying to make a point, it's all about you. It's all about your end game. But when you're making a sale, you are, you you welcome the emotions. You welcome the fears, the concerns. You don't, you don't, you're not, you don't get all personalized with it. It's part of the process. I want to help you unpack those things so that way you can make a better decision. Just like that therapist therapist helps you. They don't give you the answer. They help you. They show you where to look and you arrive at the answer yourself. It's what great selling is. That's what everything of great in life is. It's all about being persuasive because you first are persuadable. I love it. When I meet a great salesperson. I do because they, they meet me where I'm at and they take me on a journey and some things they affirm and say you're on the right track. And some things they are like, Hey, I appreciate that you did your research, but this isn't going to work in your situation. Here's something better. Sometimes it's more expensive. It's not about, it's not about the money. It's about the solution and that's what you got to understand, man. It's not about the money. Your customers, everything's expensive. Hell go to Kroger. It's expensive. I mean, so everything's expensive. It's not about the expense part of it. It's about what am I getting for the, for the sacrifice. It's about what I'm, what I'm getting in return. And I love great salesmanship because you meet me where I'm at. You take me on a journey. You broaden my perspectives and you shape it and get me to where I need to be. And guess what? I walk out of there happy. I walk out of there empowered. And now, on the backside of it, the sale is made. I feel good about it and I can justify it not only to myself, but I can justify it to others as well. This is why great salespeople do so well is because they empower their customers. They don't sell to their customers. They empower their customers. They are very persuadable because they're persuaded. They're very persuadable in the sense that they can meet the customer where they're at, walk them through, arrive at a solution that is good for the customer. The customer was educated along the way. And now it's, it's almost like that salesperson deputizes the, the, their customer. They deputize their customer. And so, they're so that customer, who is now a client, is so empowered, so knowledgeable about what they purchased. They go sell it to their friends and family. And guess who they point it to? You. That's who. Because you empowered them. You didn't try to prove a point. You educated them. You walked with them. It may have taken longer than you expected. And the direction that it went may have gone in many, many different directions. That's okay because I'm flexible. I flow and we'll get there together. It's like in writing. When I sat down to write this, I had a general idea of what I want to talk about. But I'm open to what the universe has to say. I'm open to what God drops into my mind. And so just because I have these points I want to make, you can make a point or you can make a sale that wasn't premeditated. That came to me because I was open to the thought. And so as I wrote, it's like the pen began to write itself. And so as I did that, it just began to take shape with analogies and ideas and, and deeper understanding. And it, it, it made it better content. It makes it better. That's what's beautiful about it. I'm going to wrap up with this analogy, another one that came to me while I was writing. You have to think of being persuasive. Persuasive people are like a big ship, big carnival cruise line ship. And argumentative people are like that Cajun cruiser, you know, that little motorboat, that little 50 horsepower Datsu or whatever the hell's on the back, that little Cajun cruiser. Both are in the same sea, both are facing the same headwinds and waves. But because of that ship's weight, The persuasive one, the ship, it's got many decks, many hallways, many rooms. It's got room to move about. And it course corrects along the way. As a matter of fact, they're course correcting and the passengers don't even realize it. That's your customers. That's what true salesmanship is. It is being able to steer the ship. And you're just you're steering the customer toward a productive port versus argumentative people are on this little bitty small ass boat hitting the same waves, trying to go fast, and they're hitting these waves. They can't get anywhere. They sound loud, it's obnoxious, it's wet, <laughs> they may capsize, they're not getting anywhere fast even though that motor is spinning. That's what argumentative people are versus that cruise line of persuasive people. A lot of room to move, a lot of places to go to get to that port. This is super. Thank you, God, for giving me this so I can share it with you. All right, let's get out of here. Remember, keep it simple. Keep it moving. Never settle. Keep selling for more on the sales life go to marshbice.com. that's m a r s h b u i c e it's like juice with a b in front don't know how to get they got there and there man you're going to find literally thousands of episodes from podcasts and videos just depending on what you're looking at or what you're into and there's also a tab on there as well if you want to take your your uh, if you need some help to learn how to sell your way through life you, the adversity has been strong the uncertainty has been just overpowering and you just keep backsliding. You just keep slipping in com- into uh, complacency. So if you want to take your coaching to the next level, it ain't free. It's costly, but you got to pay to pay attention. I've got a lot of insight both in the sales profession, but also in in the calling of life. And I've been able to take these skills from the profession and I'll show you how I leverage them to get out of some of the worst situations in my life, bankruptcy, demotion, divorce, uh, homelessness, suicidal thoughts, dude, things got really, really, really bad. Still here, thank God for it. All right, that it. That's it. Remember, the greatest sale that we will, that you will ever make, is to sell you on you. Stay amazing. Stay in the sales life. Share this episode with someone else. Peace.